grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. On Pentecost, our imagination is captured, our minds inevitably turn to what is seen in that account. Flames of fire as tongues on the heads of the apostles. A great rushing wind. We hear Joel's account in chapter 2 of the signs that would accompany the pouring out of the Holy Spirit. Visible signs. But I want you, dear Christians... To pay attention to what often goes unseen in Acts chapter 2. We hear them telling in our own tongues the mighty works of God. There is nothing outwardly fascinating or exciting about the hearing of God's word, whatever language it might be in. But here on Pentecost, we, as the people of God, learn precisely where the Holy Spirit is at work and what the Holy Spirit is come to do, to declare the mighty works of God, the salvation found in Jesus Christ, the one who entered our humanity, suffered and died for our sins, rose from the dead and ascended into heaven. This mighty work of God for our salvation is precisely what the Holy Spirit has come to do. And that means, dear Christians, this word of God that is given to us in Holy Scripture, that is proclaimed in the forgiveness of sins, that is joined to bread and wine in the Holy Supper, that is poured upon us in Holy Baptism, this word of God is a spirit-filled word. A word of mighty, mighty power. The word that pours that same Holy Spirit onto and into you. You, brothers and sisters, are a Spirit-filled people. Why? Because the same mighty works that the church proclaimed on that day in Pentecost when the apostles spoke in various languages to all the pilgrims gathered in Jerusalem on that feast day, that same word is still proclaimed even today. There may be nothing outwardly exciting or captivating to the mind about the hearing of God's word. Perhaps that's why we're so 
reluctant and hesitant to devote ourselves fully and completely to the hearing of that word and the being in that word. If every time we heard the word of God, a great rushing wind appeared and the moon turned to blood and the sun was darkened and all these various signs that are spoken of, perhaps we'd be more prone to engage that word. Is there anything, though, more earth-shattering, earth-moving, amazing, and incomprehensible than that word giving you life. And so, as it was on that first Pentecost, dear Church of God, know that this Spirit pours life into you today because Jesus is indeed crucified for the sins of the world, is indeed risen from the dead, and that word has not stopped being preached from that very first Pentecost until today, and indeed even into eternity. That word continues to go forth, continues to give life and salvation to those who hear it. Because that word declares to you, dear brothers and sisters, that the mighty works of God done in Jesus Christ were all done for you. That that same Holy Spirit would dwell within you. That that Spirit, as Jesus said in our Gospel for today, would produce within us rivers of living water. If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the Scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Now this he said about the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were to receive. For as yet the Spirit had not been given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. There is indeed a mighty work of God at work wherever his word is found and being proclaimed. Wherever Jesus crucified, risen, and ascended is declared and proclaimed. To his dear children. That word pours his Holy Spirit into you. That rivers of living water would flow out of your heart. That the Spirit would be given to you. Because you are one of God's mighty works yourself. What a treasure entrusted to us in this word that declares Jesus Christ to us. That causes the spirit to live within us and flow out of us like a river of living water. And don't miss the import of what Jesus is saying here in our gospel. That there is a living water that flows out of you by the Holy Spirit in the Spirit-filled Word of God. As you encounter a world around you that is a barren desert. 
that is parched, that is dying in its own sin and wickedness and love of self and glorification of self. What is it that will water the barren wasteland of this world in which we live? Nothing other than this spirit. Nothing other than the living water that flows out of you. That, dear Christians, is all taking place on this day, in this very place. Christ Jesus is crucified for your sin. You are forgiven. Eternal life is yours. He is risen so that you will be raised into life one day as well. And in these mighty works, proclaim to you this very Holy Spirit... That on Pentecost caused all sorts of visible signs. Its greatest work was creating faith in the hearts of those who heard the word. And though I see no tongues of fire upon your heads, and I don't think there's one on mine unless I lean too close to the candle here. I don't hear anyone speaking anything other than English in our assembly here today. Know this, the greatest mighty work of God, the power of the Holy Spirit, that Spirit-filled Word is doing its greatest work even now. On this day, by that Spirit, Jesus has declared you forgiven of all your sins. On this day, in the proclamation of the word of God, he declares to you his spirit is at work in you even now. On this day, by that word, Jesus himself comes to you in his body and blood to feed you and nourish you. On this day, this spirit sends you forth with a living water flowing out of your heart like a river. The word you receive is the word you are to give. It's kind of a simple philosophy when you think about it. St. Paul, in his epistles, loves to use the phrase, For I delivered to you what I first received. You'll say, for example, the words of institution in 1 Corinthians 11. I delivered to you what I first received. That our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And he says that in multiple places throughout his letters. Paul had something to give to those whom he preached and evangelized because he was first one who received. In this spirit-filled word, we receive God himself. We receive Jesus for the forgiveness of our sins. We receive that Holy Spirit that lives and dwells within us. We receive it so that we might go and give it and share it and deliver it. Now, inevitably, in the course 
of delivering things over to other people. Imagine if you had a bunch of food and you wanted to share it with people. And you started giving away that food. What would happen eventually? You would start to run out. And so you go back to get more food to receive more that you can deliver more. And so it works with the Holy Spirit. This word of God never fails to deliver his Holy Spirit to you. And as that word is poured out of you to those around you, never fail to go back to the source, to Christ, to his word, to the mighty works proclaimed in Holy Scripture, to continue to receive. I think we often as Christians... I know I've illustrated this in our Bible studies before. We often think of the Christian life as sort of like climbing a mountain. We start off at the bottom when we come to faith, whether it's in our baptism or later in life. We start off at the bottom of some sort of mountain. and We're trying to get better and increase our way and move up higher and higher, get closer to the top and become the best sort of people we can be. The problem is, is that we are people who often fall back down that mountain. We climb a bit and then we fall and tumble back down and start over and go again and fail over and over. And therein is actually the true cycle of the Christian life. A repetition. A cycle. Hearing that word, receiving that word, so that you might deliver that word. Receiving life in order that you would deliver life. Receiving this Holy Spirit in order that out of you would flow that Holy Spirit like living water. These things, dear Christians, are often unimpressive to the eye. But they are indeed the mighty work of God done in Christ by his Holy Spirit through the Spirit-filled Word. On this day, dear brothers and sisters, that Word, that Spirit, that mighty work is yours. Go deliver it. Go share it. And know always where to go to be filled once again in this spirit-filled word that indeed accomplishes the mighty works of God. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.